This is Your Money with Nancy Snedden of BDO, Licensed Insolvency Trustees. The views and opinions expressed on this show are not necessarily those of this station. Your Money with Nancy Snedden of BDO on VOCM. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Your Money with Nancy Snedden. I am Nancy Snedden. Thanks so much for tuning in today. On today's show, we're focusing on advice for mortgage holders and high interest rates. Those carrying a variable rate mortgage are already feeling the impact of the recent hikes. And those carrying fixed-term mortgages, well, they're likely dreading renewal time. So if you've been following the news, you'll likely see the stories about homeowners who are worried about losing or having to sell their home. If you're among them, today's show is for you. So joining me for the discussion today is Deanne Whalen. She's the owner mortgage broker of East Coast Mortgage Brokers. And my colleague, Yvette Power, manager of BDO Debt Solutions here in Newfoundland and Labrador. Welcome both to the show. Thank, Thank you, you for having us. Mm-hmm. So before we get started, Deanne, maybe you can share more about your background and East Coast Mortgage Brokers. Um, yeah, so I've been in the mortgage industry for about 30 years. Uh, I began with Wells Fargo, then HSBC managing those branches. And then about 13 years ago, I decided to enter into the brokering world. Uh, I have been owner of East Coast for the past five years. Um, you know, we're a, a large um brokerage. Uh, We're the top Canadian brokerage for several years now across Canada. Um, And just recently now again, I've become the or was awarded the Canadian uh, Woman of Influence. Wow, congratulations. That's fantastic. So Yvette, I'll turn over to you now before we jump into today's topic. Why don't you tell us a little bit about what you do with uh, the BDO practice and, and the things that we help people with? Sure, absolutely. So I'm a manager in our debt solutions practice here in Newfoundland and Labrador. I've worked in insolvency since 1989 and I've dealt with thousands of clients over the years that have faced financial challenges and I've worked with them to come up with a plan to help tackle their debt. For me, it's just not a job. It truly is a rewarding experience. You know, the clients I meet are often at the lowest point in their lives dealing with their financial struggles. And just by sitting down with them and discussing their options and finding ways to address their debt, I can actually see the relief wash over their faces as they come to understand there are solutions available to them and that things can and will improve. And, you know, just being able to provide hope and assistance during such challenging times for people really makes this work incredibly fulfilling. Yeah, I couldn't agree with you more. It's it's such a rewarding job. People often say, you know, your job must be really depressing, but it couldn't be further from the truth. Right? We no, really absolutely. And the help that we're providing people. So today we're going to talk more about rising interest rates and the impact that they're having on homeowners. So, Dan, what are you hearing from clients in Newfoundland and Labrador with regards to those who are maybe looking to buy a property or those that are looking to renew a mortgage with regards to these high rates? Well, obviously, there's a lot of concerns over what the rates are now. Uh, they are higher than they, than they have been in the last several years. Um, more so, they're more concerned about payments and the affordability of a mortgage and just the affordability of life. Um, you know, people are trying to find solutions to make their life more affordable. Uh, your biggest bill typically is your mortgage, so there's a lot of concentration put on that. Um, there are concerns, like I said, with the increase um, in payments just from the variable rate changing um, to renewal time, and the rate is much higher than what they signed in on maybe three or four or five years ago. So they are concerned about it and concerned about you know, how 
how they do budget, you know, their life, their debts, that kind of thing. Yeah, no, it certainly is a concern for people. And we're seeing that on our practice too, Deanne, right? Like we're having people come in more and more now where, you know, they have had to renew their mortgage or they're looking at renewing their mortgage and they know they're not going to be able to afford their new mortgage payment and to keep servicing the unsecured debt that they have. So they're looking for solutions to help with that unsecured debt so that they can renew their mortgage, be able to, you know, maintain their payment. Yvette, what are you hearing from clients? So... Prior to the pandemic, like close to 65% of Atlantic Canadians were living paycheck to paycheck and folks were struggling back then. So as we know, since that time, interest rates on mortgage have increased significantly. And just recently, I met with a client, both her and her husband had recently separated and she had kept a family home and had mortgage on the property to the extent of $490,000. Over the past year, with just the increase in the interest rate alone, her mortgage payment increased by $1,000 a month. So, um, which is very, you know, scary. I mean, it, it's, it, you know, it was basically the straw that broke the camel's back for her. And I'm hearing from clients all the time that they're relying on savings to try and just make ends meet. And this is very concerning. It's people are depleting all of their savings and putting their financial future at risk. You know, people are struggling now to cover the cost of food, and they're actually cutting back when it comes to purchasing food. People are missing utility payments just to try to make debt payments. These are really uncertain times that we're in right now, and people are struggling. And unless things change, this unfortunately will likely continue. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I met with the lady just yesterday and, and I was asking her about her budget and she basically has $400 a month for uh, clothing, food, um, you know, pharmacy items, like whatever, you know, grooming, toiletries, that kind of thing. And $400 doesn't go very far when you're at the supermarket uh, today, right? So to have that for everything that you you need is, uh, is certainly um, going to be tight. The financial strain the rising rates are having on consumers, especially homeowners, really shouldn't come as a surprise. We've seen one of the sharpest and quickest interest rate increases in recent history, 10 increases since March of last year. The key lending rate went from a rock bottom of 0.25%, that's really as close to zero as you can possibly get, to where it now sits at 5%. And as we know, when rates increase, so too does the cost of servicing debt. So those carrying variable rate debt feel the impact in immediately. And this includes lines of credit like HELOCs and variable rate mortgages. And the difference in monthly payments for many really is substantial. So Deanne, let's talk about that. Can you share some examples of how much more some Newfoundland and Labradorians are paying monthly? Well, it's much like what Yvette said. I mean, I've seen upwards to a $1,000 difference just in the mortgage payment, you know, depending on the balance of the mortgage. Um, You know, the fixed rates, when, when they are renewing now, they are much higher than what they were, you know, four, even five years ago. They're, they're higher. So the payments are increasing. The variable is hitting people the hardest, variable and adjustable mortgages, because um, the rates or the payment increase is immediate. You know, $1,000 a month is probably the norm when you take into consideration the cost of the mortgage, uh, the cost of food, like their overall spending, uh, probably $1,000 a month that we're seeing. Uh, mortgages are typically between three and $500 increase, but when you take everything into consideration, uh, it is more. 
No, absolutely. The, the price of everything has gone up. So if we look at the average home price here in Newfoundland, it's about $350,000, I would say, on average. I mean, there's lots of homes that are are more than that. There's a few that, that are less than that. But let's just use the average home price of $350,000. So a year and a half ago, fixed-term mortgage rate hovered around 2.99%. And a monthly payment was likely in the range of about $1,650. But today, you could be looking at a fixed rate of 5.9%, which would mean a payment of $2,220. That's a difference of $550 a month. That is really significant for someone who's living paycheck to paycheck already. And as Yvette mentioned earlier, you know, a significant percentage of Canadians are living paycheck to paycheck. And I've seen several surveys that say people are, you know, less than $200 away from not being able to pay their bills. So if you only have a $200 buffer and your mortgage increases by $550, something's got to give. Now, keep in mind, of course, the higher your home value, the higher your mortgage and therefore the higher your monthly payment. And the increase we just discussed covers just the mortgage payment. So we know many are carrying HELOCs and lines of credit. So those payments as well have the increase in interest rates. And the increase in monthly mortgage payment, it's no wonder that we're hearing stories that homeowners are struggling. And that's really what we've been talking about, right? The number of people that are really struggling right now. And a recent release from the International Monetary Fund warns Canada runs the highest risk of mortgage defaults among advanced economies. A survey from Manulife Bank of Canada shows that nearly one in four homeowners say they will have to sell their home if interest rates continue to go up. And one in five at 18% of homeowners admits that they are already at a stage where they can't afford their home. And the latest Equifax Canada data reveals an increasing number of mortgage holders missing payments on non-mortgage products. Previously, it was lower income and renters struggling. But according to Equifax Canada, we are seeing trends where mortgage holders are now missing payments. So we're going to get into that a little bit more when we come back. Please stay with us. Nutrition, exercise, keeping the cold at bay. Whatever keeps you feeling great, the Wellness and Healthy Lifestyle Show on your VOCM. Welcome back. You're listening to Your Money here on VOCM. I'm your host, Nancy Snedden, Licensed Insolvency Trustee with BDO Canada right here in Newfoundland and Labrador. My guest today is Deanne Whelan. She's the owner and mortgage broker with East Coast Mortgage Brokers and Yvette Power, manager with BDO Debt Solutions right here in Newfoundland and Labrador. So we've been talking about the impact of rising interest rates and, and the effect that they're having on Canadians and people right here in Newfoundland and Labrador. And I talked about some statistics at the end of the last segment. You know, nearly one in four homeowners say that they will have to sell their home if interest rates continue to go up. One in five at 18 percent admit they're already at a stage where they can't afford their homes. I mean, some startling statistics and, you know, not surprising with everything that we're seeing in the news and, you know, the, not only interest rates, but we talked about, you know, inflation and, and the cost of, of, you know, putting food on the table even. So what's your reaction to some of the statistics that you've heard? So the current situation, you know, is quite distressing for many individuals. And as I mentioned before, even before the mortgage rates went up, a lot of people were struggling financially. And now with the increase in the mortgage rates, their financial challenges have certainly intensified, leading to even more stress for families. And, you know, the fact that one in every four homeowners are concerned that they might have to sell their homes if the mortgage rates continue to rise is a huge source of worry for people. You know, this means that some families could be forced to leave their homes because they just can't afford to stay there anymore. Families are now dealing with a lot of anxiety. They're dealing with uncertainty as they're trying to find some ways to manage their finances and just to try to keep a over their head. 
Oh, absolutely. And I think it's worth pointing out that these statistics, uh, they're results of surveys that were conducted previous to the latest rate hike. So, you know, that's how people were feeling before interest rates went up this last time around. Mm-hmm. Dan, do you expect that we're going to see uh, these percentages continue to increase? And, and do you foresee an added financial strain, I guess, for consumers, especially when it comes to the mortgage? Yeah, well, the economists are emailing us uh, on a continuous basis. They're predicting that we may see another slight increase. Uh, They're hoping or predicting that in 2024, whether mid or late 2024, that the rate should start coming down and stabilize more. Um, You know, this is a reaction. I mean, what we're seeing now in interest rates is a reaction, um, just like it was a reaction that it dropped so low during COVID. This is a reaction to bring the economy back up um, as much as it is a struggle for individuals. Um, So they are predicting that it will stabilize a lot more in 2024. So we should start seeing some more relief then. Well, hopefully, I'm sure for many consumers out there, they're hoping that that will be the case. And according to official figures, there are currently 6 million residential mortgages in Canada right now, and about 1.2 million of them come up for renewal every year. So about one-third of all mortgage holders have already seen their rates increase. This includes those carrying a variable rate mortgage. These mortgage holders are already feeling the impact of the rate hikes, as we've said. And, and as you've heard, and I'm sure seen and heard in the news, for many, their monthly increase is substantial. So fixed-term mortgage holders have likely been breathing a sigh of relief. But the shock of the rate hikes will be felt by these homeowners when their term expires. And we just said $1.2 million come up for renewal every year. And according to reports, many of them are worried, worried about being able to manage the interest rate increases and what it will mean for their monthly payment. Some are even worried about being able to pass the mortgage stress test. So let's talk about that first. Jim, will there be homeowners who will struggle to meet or maybe not even pass the mortgage stress test? And and who is most at risk here? Well, the mortgage stress test uh, typically is 2% above the interest rate that you're receiving. Um, If you're already in a mortgage and it's just renewing with its current lender, You know, they don't really qualify the same as if you were applying for a new mortgage. They typically look at how you paid the mortgage, um, your history with that. Uh, They don't really get into as much um, your income, your qualifications. So they should typically renew if you've paid your mortgage on time and it's in good standing. The ones that are at most risk would be people just buying a house for the first time because, of course, they need to qualify for that stress test. People that refinance their home uh, to consolidate, of course, this test becomes part of it then as well. Um, But typically, you know, a consolidation mortgage, once you've owned your home and there's equity there, um, you know, you can use that equity to consolidate. That consolidation then will reduce your overall monthly payments and then the stress test isn't so harsh. So there is solutions around getting around the stress test because you, you know, you, if you're saving money on your overall monthly payments, that will help offset what the stress test is. And so when people are looking at, you know, an increased mortgage payment and, and saying, my gosh, I just, I can't afford this increased payment. Are there options for them on how they can keep their mortgage payment more manageable? Well, there is. I mean, you can extend uh, the amortization. Um, You know, you can go 30, even up to 35 years for an amortization. 
what what I do recommend a lot is if there's equity built up in your home, um, your mortgage is still your cheapest interest rate. So take advantage of that equity consolidate, reduce your overall bills, not just your mortgage. Look at everything as a whole picture. Um, you know, you look at your mortgage, uh, your vehicle payments, your credit cards, your lines of credit. All of that can be combined um, with what equity you have and reduce the payments overall. That then will give you relief in the payments. Now, you may have to extend the amortization now so that it works for your lifestyle. But let's just say in two years the interest rates are gone way down. You then can readjust. You can go back and look at it again and readjust and reduce your amortization because you know the mortgage world is very similar to say oil and gas. There are going to be highs. There are going to be lows. Um, you know the two percent rate that was just an anomaly during COVID. That is not the standard. So this has been you know m the rates that we're seeing now are more in line with historically what the rates have been. Um, so we just adjust so that you can live your life and afford it. And that's not uncommon for people because people do break their mortgage several times throughout the amortization to adjust to their lifestyle. Yeah, it's difficult. We often see people too, Deanne, who they, they always say, you know, they, they want to get off the treadmill. So they consolidate their debt into their mortgage every five years. Right. And then they accrue more debt and then they consolidate uh, when it comes up for renewal again. And it can work for some, but for many, it, it gets um, it, it is like a treadmill, right, where um, they can't afford the debt that their payment has now gotten big because they have consolidated so much every five years. And now with increased interest rates, it becomes a, a bit of a struggle. And I think that's the the lesson that I always try to, to tell people is it's okay to consolidate, but make sure you destroy or close the accounts that you've mm -hmm. consolidated or else you're going to find yourself in a situation where you're running up debt again on those open accounts and you can't afford uh, to do both. And now there's nothing we can do with that consolidation because you've got it secured to your house. Exactly. So there's lots to think about when you're making those decisions uh, for sure. Mm -hmm. But Tim, for those who are concerned about their upcoming mortgage renewal and those hoping to maybe uh, purchase a house, and we're hearing a lot from people now that they don't know that they'll be able to purchase a house because of housing prices and uh, high interest rates. But is now the time for them to be reaching out to a mortgage broker to discuss their options? Absolutely. The sooner you can do a pre-approval application, um, the more information you'll have. You'll be able to see what your budget is today. You'll be able to see what other solutions can be made so that you can afford maybe a bigger mortgage if that's what you really need. Um, you know, the pre-approval process is not just about securing an interest rate. It's about somebody, uh, a professional, looking at your profile and see how you sit on paper see how um, how much you can afford and some adjustments that have been made and also even just help with budgeting to get on track how do you save that down payment how do you make it affordable all of those things get looked at so that the whole picture works for the client it's not just a rate hold no, that's that's some really good advice. So you mentioned earlier, you know, that you know maybe people want to look two years from now. They may be able to change their um, amortization if they had to increase it at renewal today. So there's so much to consider. You know, variable rate mortgage, fixed rate mortgage. Tie yourself to a five-year rate, shorter term, like a two or three-year term. What advice do you have for people right now when it comes to that? 
You know, it's, yes, in a lot of cases, two to three year term works because then we're hoping what the interest rates will be in two to three years and then we can get out without a penalty. Um, many times or most often we look at the bank that's offering the mortgage and maybe what solutions within that bank are better. Um, you know, maybe we have to look at the prepayment formula. You know, different banks do different prepayment formulas. So perhaps it's better to take the lower interest rate up front, but it has a very flexible prepayment penalty if we do break it in two or three years. Now, that's not for everybody. Um, and you have to sit down and weigh the options and see which one would be cheaper. Again, many two to three year terms is, is the best option for them. Um, and other people go the five because we're getting the lower rate up front. But then let's see what the prepayment penalty option is if we break it so that if the rates drop, we can break it and switch um, for a lower interest rate. Or perhaps, you know, at that time, like you said, the consolidation, there's a lot of other options available. So it's not just uh, black and white two or three years and just stick with it. It really depends on the person and then, you know, the bank that we use. Yeah, and I think the important thing is that you do speak to someone, a professional like yourself, that can weigh all the options, explain the ins and outs of all the options, right? So sometimes people just look for the lowest possible payment. They don't really understand what variable versus fixed means or what a two-year, three-year, or five-year term could mean for them in that uh, time frame. So I think speaking to someone like yourself and really ensuring that you understand what those terms mean and, and what the options, uh, the ins and outs of the options are is what's really important as a broker from this side is that we're in this like I'm in this for the client so we're looking out for their well-being we're not attached to any one bank so it really is about what is best for the client and educating them and setting a plan that that is the most important thing is setting a plan um, and then you know following through with that plan Oh, absolutely. And we know the federal government really is encouraging banks to work with consumers, especially mortgage holders. So we're going to talk a little bit about that when we come back. Please stay with us. Join Craig Smith weeknights at 545 as he chats with local musicians about life, inspiration shows, and new music. Tune into Soundcheck, your backstage pass to the local music scene on your VOCM. Welcome back. You're listening to Your Money here on VOCM. I'm your host, Nancy Snedden, Licensed Insolvency Trustee with BDO Canada right here in Newfoundland and Labrador. We're talking about interest rates today, and joining me for the discussion is Deanne Whalen. She's the owner of Mortgage Broker with East Coast Mortgage Brokers and Yvette Power, Manager with BDO Debt Solutions right here in Newfoundland and Labrador. Well, as I mentioned in the last segment, the federal government is encouraging banks to work with consumers, especially mortgage holders. And, and banks have implemented some strategies to ensure mortgage payments are made. Among them, mortgage holders are either being asked to pay more money on a monthly basis, extend their amortization from an average of 25 years to as high as 40 years, participate in a negative amortization, which is when the monthly interest that cannot be paid is added to the back principle of the home price. But these measures, they're really not solutions, I think. Um, they may help in the short term, but they may have a, a longer term impact. So that, what are your thoughts on, on this and what other solutions might be out there for people? 
So right now, I really think that these strategies are helping homeowners in the short term who are finding it tough to pay their mortgage. You know, it's giving them a bit of a break so they can manage their payments better for a while. But the long-term considerations, like we need to think about what might happen later. For example, extending the time to pay back the mortgage might mean paying more interest over the years. And if people choose negative amortization, they could end up actually owing more on their home than they did before. So I think what people really need to do is to plan ahead to make sure that things will go well in the future. You know, they need to take time to think about their choices. You know, they need to weigh the good and the not so good about each strategy. And I do think it's also a good idea to look at their overall finances and come up with a plan that helps them keep their homes and stay financially safe uh, in the years to come. No, I think that's some good advice. And I think one real concern that homeowners and banks are keeping an eye on pertains to the trigger rate. So that's the point when a homeowner's mortgage payment doesn't cover their monthly interest or rises to a dangerously high level. And according to a recent survey by National Bank, nearly 8 in 10 fixed payment variable rate borrowers are already at this point. So, Jan, can you speak to this? Yeah, most majority of mortgages that we are seeing um, have an adjustable rate, which means that the payment will go up as the uh, rates increase. Uh, the variable rate um, doesn't do that. It, like you said, it has the, the negative effect on it. Um, but the problem with that is the rates are increasing quickly, therefore the payments are increasing quickly, and people aren't don't have the time to adjust their budget to keep up with the rising payments. Like you said, it, it's increased so many times that they just can't keep up with it. Um, you know, I'll just go back to there are solutions um, outside of the mortgage. Use your mortgage as a tool um, for affordability. Um, that is the big thing is, is the affordability uh, sector of it. And if the variable rate or the adjustable rate is not working, you can switch to a fixed rate normally within your own bank. That's just to call the bank itself. Um, or look at switching the mortgage. You can switch a mortgage at any time during the life of a mortgage. You can switch it from bank to bank, uh, take out money to reduce debts other ways. Um, but look at doing that and that will help you know solidify where you are right now so that the up and down isn't happen, happening so frequently. I think that's some good advice for people, uh, Dan. And I think, you know, there's so many people out there right now that are worried about making ends meet, right? They're worried about being able to stay in their home. And survey after survey really shows us this. So I think for those people, you know, we really need to focus on what are some solutions that they can deal with this affordability um, that you're talking about, Dan, right? So if they really want to stay in their home, um, they're, they're struggling, right? They're using credit in many cases now to put food on the table, right? They're using credit to supplement their income. And I think now is really the wrong time to add additional debt because of inflation, because mm-hmm. of the rising interest rates. So Yvette, what advice do you have for struggling homeowners? I think a starting point could be cutting back on expenses such as reducing dining out, entertainment expenses, you know, cutting back on unnecessary subscriptions, maybe try to budget a little better, and if you can, to take on some extra work. If you receive tax refunds, bonuses, or any type of gifts, you know, consider using them to pay down on your debt instead of spending them on non-essential items, and try and stay within your means. You know, reach out to a professional, even if you don't feel that you need the professional help right now, there's no 
obligation, but just by reaching out and knowing that you have options should things become unmanageable will help relieve your stress and anxiety. And for listeners that are worried about their debt and spending habits, I'd also suggest you check out our website at debtsolutions.bdo.ca as there are many, many useful tips. And we talk about savings and budgeting, managing your expenses. You know, there's many budgeting worksheets. Um, there's tips on how to cut back, setting goals, and there's lots of great information on credit and borrowing. Yeah, I think that that's, we've been talking a lot about that on the show over the last year, right, when it comes to interest rates and inflation, that reviewing your budget more regularly than you ever did before, mm-hmm. right, to make sure that you're, you are saving where you can. We know also that for many people, they've, they've done that, right? They've reviewed their budget. They're at the point now where, like I said, they're, they're getting additional credit. Equifax surveys show that people are applying for more credit than ever before, and the reason for that really is to, to make ends meet, right? They're using credit to, to supplement their income, mm-hmm. which we know is, is a snowball, right? It's, it's going to end up uh, causing them trouble in the long term. So, Dan, is now the time to really stress test your desk to see what you will be able to manage when it comes to, you know, higher interest rates or if interest rates were to go higher? Like, so before people take on additional debt. Yes, absolutely. I mean, you should do that and speak to a professional about it, someone that knows, you know, what debt looks like and what the impact of the debt will have on you. Because even, like, yes, that's important. If you're buying a home, you want to set a budget, you want to know what you can afford and your down payment and such. But even if you have already have the existing debt, you want to see what the impact of the current debt is on you and what it, you know, what it will hold for you in future. Um, you know, utilization makes up 30% of your credit score. So once you start maxing out on cards, your typically your credit score will come down. That'll impact what you're able to do in the future because the lower the score, I mean, the harder it is to borrow money you know, either to consolidate or borrow money just to buy things like a house or a car or those kind of things. So it is very important to speak to a professional so that they can look at it with you and give you proper solutions, things that you probably don't know about or even think about, or give you tips on how to budget. Like you said about your website, um, you know, there are tips out there to help. Uh, You just need to know where to look to avail of them. Absolutely. Our, our website, BDO Debt Solutions, um, certainly has a lot of great information. The Financial Consumer Agency of Canada, FCAC, has great tools and, and uh, tips and tricks on their website as well. So lots of, inf- lots of places that people can go, right, to find out what they should be doing and what questions maybe they should be asking. There's lots of warning signs out there. And uh, I think, you know, one of them that often gets missed, that is people say, well, I can make my minimum payments. So I'm mm-hmm. fine. My credit score is great. My credit's great. I can make all my minimum payments. But for me, that's a warning sign that you should be talking to someone, at least having a conversation to get some advice. Because if you can only make your minimum payment, you're not getting any reduction in your debt. So you're kind of throwing good money after bad, month after month, year after year, uh, paying interest and never seeing a reduction in that debt. So there's lots of other warning signs out there um, that people should be seeking advice about. Can you speak to this? 
No, absolutely. So, and I would encourage anybody that can relate to any of the warning signs to absolutely, absolutely reach out and uh, seek some uh, some assistance from from a professional. So, some of the warning signs that we hear far too often are uh, receiving calls from creditors or collection agencies. We hear this all the time. Another warning sign that we hear far too often from debtors is having no savings. And if you have no savings left over at the end of the month, and you end up, for example, having a household appliance breakdown or a vehicle needing repair, you're left then to rely on credit to cover those types of expenses, spending money, spending all your money before payday. And again, if you find this happening regularly, I would encourage you to reach out for help. We hear this, this old saying all the time, robbing Peter to pay Paul, um, basically taking money that was meant for one person to pay another. Using credit cards or loans to pay everyday expenses. And this is another warning sign that we hear frequently. And there's nothing wrong with using your credit cards to pay for everyday expenses. Air mile collectors, for example, often use their credit cards to pay for their everyday expenses to collect air miles. But as re- interest rates are very high on credit cards, you need to pay the balance off when it's due. And once you get behind on your credit card payments, it's very, very hard to catch up. And Nancy, as you mentioned, having trouble making minimum payments on your credit cards. And if you're not making your minimum payments on your credit card, it will negatively impact your credit score. So if you're just making the minimum payment, you'll barely reduce the balance owing and you'll end up actually paying most of your payment toward interest. So it's best to pay your credit card off monthly to avoid interest and the negative impact that it'll have on your credit rating. So these are just some of the many warning signs. There are several others, but if you relate to any, I really would encourage you to reach out to a professional for help. Yeah, it's so important, right, just to make that call. And it's often the hardest thing for people, right, is to pick up the mm-hmm. phone and make the call. But I think, you know, it, because the consultation is free and there's no obligation, it's the best thing that you could do for your, your situation is just to know what your options are. Absolutely. So we're going to talk more about that when we come back. Please stay with us. Get lost in the music of legendary artists like Elton John, The Beatles, and more. Join Claudette Barnes every Sunday from 12 to 1 p.m. and relive fond memories through the power of music with Sunday Melodies on your VOCM. Welcome back. You're listening to Your Money. I'm your host, Nancy Snedden, Licensed Insolvency Trustee with BDO Canada right here in Newfoundland and Labrador. My guests today are Deanne Whelan. She's the owner and mortgage broker with East Coast Mortgage Brokers and a vet power manager with BDO Debt Solutions here in St. John's. So we're discussing the economic uncertainty taking place, not just here at home in Newfoundland and Labrador, but right across the country. And rising interest rates have taken a toll on the finances of Canadians. And as you've been hearing, homeowners are concerned. Surveys show people are worried about losing their home. For listeners who are feeling overwhelmed and not really sure what to do, it really is important to know that there are solutions. So, Yvette, I'll start with you on this one. What is the importance of uh, reaching out for help here? Oh, absolutely. So a licensed insolvency trustee is a federally regulated professional that provides debt relief and they are strictly regulated by the government. And they are also the only professionals legally able to offer all forms of debt relief to businesses and individuals, including consumer proposals and bankruptcy. So if you are struggling financially, unable to make ends meet, just I think first and foremost is know that you are not alone. And maybe you've already cut back in spending, you might have adjusted your household budget, but you still might be feeling overwhelmed. I really encourage you to reach out to a professional. Uh, We offer a free initial consultation and we'll discuss many debt relief options with you. 
And I think my first piece of advice would be not to incur any new debt. I've had clients in the past make decisions that they probably should not have made prior to a meeting with a licensed insolvency trustee. I had an individual one time collapse their RSPs in an attempt to try and, and uh, pay their debt. But had that person reached out to me prior to collapsing their RSP, I never would have suggested they collapse their RSPs because they are creditor protected should you be faced with a bankruptcy or a consumer proposal. And a common misconception with filing a proposal or a bankruptcy is that you will lose your home or your vehicle. And this is definitely not the case. I hear this from clients all the time. You can actually keep those assets as long as the payments are up to date. Alternatively, if you have a home or a vehicle um, that you cannot afford to keep those payments up to date, um, you can walk away from those assets and those debts would be covered by your bankruptcy or proposal. You know, there are so many misconceptions around both options. So it's really important to speak to a licensed insolvency trustee and we can dispel all of those myths for you. And I know as Nancy mentioned earlier, it's a very difficult decision to pick up the phone and ask for help. But I can assure you, you'll feel better once you make that call and know there are options available to you. Um, and it's important to know that if you are seeking financial help for your debt problems, it's not a sign of a weakness or a failure. I deal with clients all the time from all walks of life, and financial problems can happen to anyone at any time. Absolutely. And, and you know, the majority of the people we see, it's a life event, right, that is mm-hmm. them, uh, in financial difficulty. And for me, life exactly. event is also, you know, record high inflation, record high interest rates. That's a life event. That is not something that you set out um or had any control over, right? I think something that people can do when making a decision on if it's time for them to reach out for help is look at their debt to income ratio. So if you calculate this, you're dividing your monthly debt obligations, so all your debt obligations, both your mortgage, car payment, credit cards, everything that you have, whatever your your monthly debt obligation is, divide that by your monthly income. And if it's higher than 40%, it really is a signal that it's time for you to reach out and get some advice. So, Deanne, for those whose mortgage may be coming up for renewal and want to pay, they want to pay particular attention to this, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, you want to speak to the professional as quickly as possible. Like you said, if you're having concerns about your budget, your debt, um, speak to the professional. We're, our, our service is not even a charge. It's a free service to the client. So, you know, and it's confidential, it's it's professional, but you can find solutions from someone that knows the business. They've been doing the business for a long time, so they can offer solutions. It's still not an obligation. It's someone looking at your profile and helping you make solutions and helping you find a better way. That is the key, the key fact. And the longer you wait, then the less opportunity you're going to have. Yeah, I think uh, oftentimes that's a that's a very good point because oftentimes we hear from people, I wish we had reached out sooner, mm-hmm. right? They've depleted their savings to a vet's point. They maybe cashed out their RSPs when we could have protected them, right? So they, they try all possible things that they think is good because things are going to change and it may help them get back on their feet. But really, the earlier you reach out, the better information you're going to have to be able to protect those assets, right? To protect your retirement savings uh, and get yourself in 
a better stead. One of the things that I often talk with clients about is, you know, look at what you can afford, right, with regards to your debt repayment. So talking with a couple of clients uh, this past week and, you know, they could make their minimum payments, but that's all they could afford to make. So I said to them, okay, if you were to do a consumer proposal, in this particular example, there was about $90,000 in consumer debt, credit cards, lines of credit. And looking at their income and, and their assets and everything, their proposal was for 33000 so $550 over 60 months. They were paying significantly more than that in minimum payments and interest, trying to service $90,000 in debt. And I said to them, you can continue to make your minimum payments for the next five years, which is significantly higher than the $550, and you're still going to owe the same amount five years from now. Or you look at the proposal where you've got a budgeted payment of $550 for the next five years and the debt is gone. It's all put behind you. You're starting out fresh. And no question there's an impact to your credit rating, but that doesn't mean you won't qualify for credit. It doesn't mean that you can't rebuild your credit while you're going through the proposal, but it gives you that sort of relief in your cash flow, relief in the stress that you're feeling about, you know, the debt that you're carrying and your ability to service that debt for the future. So sometimes just reaching out to have the conversation really can put things in perspective, right? Mm -hmm. in, in what change is needed or what changes are available in order to help you manage your debt and manage your stress. So we've got some time now for some final thoughts. So Deanne, I'll start with you. If you had a final thought for our listeners today, what would it be? Talk to a professional sooner than later. If you're having concerns, if you're carrying the stress of debt, um, talk to a professional. Um, we're available. It's a free service. But somebody that knows the business can look at your profile. I know that it's easy to get advice from friends and family, but if they're not a professional in the area, they may not know all of the solutions and maybe what is probably better for you. So, you know, doing it sooner than later will just give you a better focus and a better overview of how to fix your problem. Oh, absolutely. I couldn't agree with you more. And it's it's great that people are reaching out to family and friends to talk, because I think for years there was a bit of a, a stigma around talking about your finances with family and friends. But I think there's so many people hurting right now that sort of sharing their stories and, and the ways that they were able to get help um, makes it easier in some cases for people to reach out and get the help. But you're right. You do need to talk to a professional because everyone's situation is different. So what worked for one person uh, may not be the right solution uh, for you or their experience may not be the same experience for you because your situations are likely going to be different in some way. Right. So thanks for that, Deanne. If people did want to reach out uh, and get some advice, their mortgage is coming up for renewal, maybe they're looking at um, buying their first home, what's the best way for them to do that? Um, well, our website, ecmb.ca, um, they can contact me directly at deanne at ecmb.ca, and my direct phone number is 763-2099. Great. Thanks for joining me today. Thank you. And a bit, if you could leave our listeners with a final thought today, what would it be? 
Oh, absolutely. So, I mean, I couldn't agree more with uh, with Deanne. You know, it is crucial to take your action sooner rather than later. Reach out to a professional such as a financial advisor or a licensed insolvency trustee to discuss your current situation. And even if you don't think that you need to help right now, but just having a clear understanding of your options can alleviate a lot of stress and provide you a good path forward. Uh, you know, reach out to us. We can come up with a plan to help you deal with your financial difficulties and explore some options that suit your current needs. Absolutely. It's so, so important. Like I said, the most used phrase in our office is I wish I had reached out sooner. And the second most used phrase is I didn't realize this would be so easy. (laughs) Exactly. And we hear that all the time, Nancy. Yeah, all the time. So reach out for help if you're struggling, if you're unsure about what options might be available for you. If you are looking at renewing your mortgage and you're having some anxiety about what it looks like, you know, call Deanne and and she'll be able to look at some options uh, for you. So thank you both for joining me today. I also want to thank our listeners for tuning in. And as always, I want to hear from you. If you have a comment or question or a topic you'd like us to discuss here on Your Money, you can email me at yourmoney at bdo.ca or give us a call at 800 563 Until next week, I'm Nancy Snedden. Stay safe and be well, everyone. If you have a question or comment, send an email to yourmoneyatbdo.ca. This has been Your Money with Nancy Snedden of BDO, License Insolvency Trustees, on your VOCM.